Thankfully, it's Friday, March 10th, to be specific. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Worzer. A fresh blanket of snow greeted Minnesotans this morning, and more is on the way. Today will be quiet ahead of tomorrow's snowfall. Winter storm watches are posted for central and northern Minnesota for tomorrow. I'll have the rest of the forecast in just a few. A reminder that because of last night's snow and tomorrow's additional 4 to 5 inches, the city of St. Paul has implemented new parking rules so crews can clear the streets. As of this morning, parking is banned on the even side of St. Paul's residential streets. St. Paul Public Works Director Sean Kershaw says the city has tried to avoid such a move, but mounting snowfall forced them to take action. We're now at the point... Um, where our plows are having a hard time getting down residential streets, and now is the time to widen them and make them as safe as possible. The rules are set to remain in place until April 15th or earlier if the weather conditions allow. Other news we're following. The state prisons at Stillwater and Oak Park Heights are on lockdown today after seven corrections officers were hurt in three separate incidents this week. Matt Sepik has more. The latest happened early yesterday when a Stillwater inmate allegedly assaulted a sergeant in what Corrections Commissioner Paul Schnell calls an unprovoked attack. Schnell says three other staff members were hurt Monday while breaking up a fight at Stillwater, and three more were injured Tuesday at Oak Park Heights while moving inmates to their cells. A Stillwater guard and one at Oak Park Heights suffered broken noses in the first two incidents. Schnell says the facilities will remain on lockdown at least through the weekend. That's about making sure our investigators uh, can come in and do their work that, you know, we have uh, get a clear sense of what prompted these attacks. Schnell says no inmates were injured. He says at least eight have been moved into a restricted housing unit and could face felony charges. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. Minnesota law enforcement will gain some new tools to target catalytic converter theft under a bill that's on its way to the governor after winning final passage yesterday by the legislature. Brian Baxt has more. It doesn't take long for thieves to saw catalytic converters off the undercar emission system. The precious metals inside make them valuable to resell. But Minnesota authorities say they have generally lacked the power to arrest people caught with multiple converters they can't explain. And they've asked for help preventing downstream transactions. The bill ushers in better tracking of detached devices and requires scrap dealers to be more discerning when buying them. People possessing unmarked converters could face criminal charges up to felonies. Vehicle owners stuck with repair bills would be entitled to restitution for out-of-pocket costs following a conviction. Once the bill is signed by a supportive Governor Tim Walls, it would take effect in August. I'm Brian Baxt at the Capitol. Minnesota Republican lawmakers are proposing a series of bills they say would help reduce crime in the state. GOP lawmakers want increased penalties for repeat violent offenders and those who engage in carjacking and the sale or possession of fentanyl. The bills would also increase police training and retention benefits and require public reporting of judges' sentencing decisions. Republican Senator Warren Limmer of Maple Grove said the proposals would make Minnesota safer. Perhaps most importantly, these bills will actually do something to stop the crime with tougher penalties, longer sentences for repeat violent offenders who just simply will not obey the law. Most of the measures will have a tough time making it through the DFL-controlled legislature, although efforts to boost penalties for fentanyl sales and speed up rape kit testing have bipartisan support. 
It's not clear what the discovery of a partial human jawbone means for continued construction on a massive highway reconstruction project in Duluth. Crews discovered the bone last month in the area of I-35 and Highway 53, long dubbed the can of worms because of the confluence of overpasses and ramps. The partial jawbone has been determined to be indigenous remains. The Fond du Lac Band has collected the bone. Archaeologists are determining if other remains are nearby, so work has been suspended on that area of the project. Several years ago, MnDOT ran into criticism when a native burial ground was disturbed during a bridge replacement project in the Fond du Lac neighborhood outside of Duluth. The National Weather Service says the risk of spring flooding is now above normal in several Minnesota river basins, including the Mississippi, St. Croix, Minnesota, and St. Louis. Recent rain and snowfall has added to an already substantial snowpack across much of the state. Craig Schmidt, senior hydrologist with the National Weather Service Twin Cities office, says the next couple of weeks will be critical. He says they'll be watching for a pattern change that could bring warmer and wetter weather. And if that happens right in the middle of the snowmelt, that's when we could see some some very fast runoff, and that would then give us some potential for major flooding. Schmidt says this year's shallow frost depth could help the soil thaw quickly and absorb some of that snow melt. We have received several inches of new snow overnight to add to the season's total, and we're going to get some more tomorrow. Today, there's still a residual chance of snow with a high near 30. Patchy blowing snow after midnight tonight. Lows of 10 to 18 degrees across northern Minnesota, mid-20s in the south. Tomorrow, snow on and off throughout the day. Substantial snow with highs in the mid-20s and lower 30s. We're going to wrap up this roundup with sports. The Boys State High School Hockey Tournament has reached the semifinal round with four games today in St. Paul. Yesterday in the large school quarterfinals, Creighton Durham Hall beat Maple Grove 3-1. to Edina topped Moorhead 7-6 to in double overtime. Minnetonka beat Hill Murray 4-3 to in overtime. Andover defeated Lakeville South 5-2. to So tonight for the right to play in Saturday State Championship game, Creighton Durham Hall faces Edina at 6 o'clock. Minnetonka faces off against Andover sometime after 8. In the small school semifinals, Hermantown plays Matamidi this morning at 11. War Road faces off against Orono at 1 o'clock. Gopher men's basketball team has been knocked out of the Big Ten tournament. They were beaten last night by Maryland, 70-54. to If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org. You can download our news app or just turn on the radio and listen that way. Hope you have a good weekend. I'm Kathy Worser.